Hello everyone, welcome to Daf Shavua. as we study Mesechus Yivamos, Daf Samach Beis. As I'm doing with uh, some of the shiurim this summer, on a little bit of a different schedule, so I'm giving some more bullet points, not necessarily going as in detail, but I'm very happy to follow up with uh, you individually, as many have. So the shiurim in the summer tend to be a little bit shorter, people are on different schedules, as well as myself. This daf is uh, just an incredible daf. It's hard to know even where to start, but I will start since we are now in the days after uh, Tisha B'Av, and we're coming up to Pashas Veschan. So Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, we see Moshe Rabbeinu really in this greatest in this parish in this uh, on this daf, where the Torah is uh, acknowledging the, the Gemara is acknowledging some of the actions that Moshe Rabbeinu took, even though he wasn't explicitly uh, asked to do so. That's really how Tosfos understands some of this Gemara, including the Shviras Haluchos. And Hashem says, Yashikoach Hashem Shivata. It's somewhat unique, that when uh, ironic, that when we uh, wish a Shkayach to someone, you say, Yashikoach we usually leave out the Asher Shivarta point. But clearly, you see Moshe Rabbeinu, despite the fact, this is just what I wanted to add, that he had the ability to be Mechadesh, and he had the ability to see the insights into these halachos, we still end up with a Moshe Rabbeinu who's frustrated in this parsha because we have in this parsha that we're getting up to Veschanan al-Hashem Hahi. We also have relating... Moshe Rabbeinu with Rabbi Akiva, who's on the second daf, the very famous Gemara that we've already quoted in the past of Rabbi, of Moshe Rabbeinu being frustrated at the terrible uh, end of Rabbi Akiva's life, something that he was able to see into the future. This brings us to the Asara Machus, the Ela Eskara from Tishabav that we spoke about this past week. So you have on one hand, Moshe, the godless Adam, the, the man who perfected himself more than any other man, but there still is that humility, the humility to understand the theology of Hashem, and of course the humility of not getting everything that he wanted, including in this parsha, Veschan el Hashem be'esahi, not being denied entry into Eretz Yisrael proper. I wanted to point out a few things as well. You know, this a big theme of this daf in, in halacha is the halachas of Piria Varevia. Okay, so some of this comes up here, it comes up in other places as well. That was mostly a Mishnah from last week, so I'm not going to get so much into the details of the Piria Varevia, but I do want to point out three halachas, halacha lamasa, that are very important that come from this. One is a very important ritva. The Ridva says that, and this is the way I'm reading the Ridva in the context of our Gemara, the Gemara is not just about purity of Arivia. What's clear in the Gemara, both on Daf Aleph as well as on Daf Beis, on, on Ahmed Aleph as well as Ahmed Beis, is the value of marriage. The value of being married, not just to have children, the value of being married, you know, the ultimate of Yahavtarecha in this world. We're now at a point where, Baruch Hashem, after Chorban, we get right back to weddings. You know, the halacha is that even during the nine days, and even technically on Tisha B'av, 
a person could get engaged. We want to have as many weddings as possible. We're not going to have a wedding on Tisha B'Av during the nine days, but the concept. And what's important is, and that's why I want to point out this Ritva, is the Ritva, which is actually found from last week's staff, but it connects to this staff as well, is to appreciate that the relations between man and a woman, the intimate relations, is not totally in period of Arivia, which means it's true that a person has to ask a Shaila as far as having relations if the goal is not to have children. And, which again is beyond our topic today, what you see on Daf Bay, on Ahmed Bay's, is just because a person technically is able to fulfill, let's say, Beis Hillel's opinion of uh, Revu, a Zachar and an Akeva, which is what we Paskin like, we don't stop there, if at all possible. And we don't stop there only because we're concerned, as the Gemara discusses, what happens if Chas Rishalom, a child, passes away. We don't stop there because we still have this continued goal of Shevas Yitzhera, which is a big theme. It's also how women have a role in the Kiyom, as well as facilitating the Puruvu for their husbands, but just to populate the world. The way this is brought down in the first Simon, in the Shulchan, in Eben Ezer, Simon Aleph, the idea of Puruvu, it's more than just having kids, it's to be, uh, give the relevance to the Shrina, to as many people as possible. That spreads the Shekhinah in the world. That's how I understand. It's very, very beautiful. Look into the Rambam as well. But you look into a dramatic Evena Ezra Shulchan Aruch. But what the Ridva points out is don't think it's only a din of Pruvu. It's the intimate relationship itself. And that's why La Halacha, let's say a woman's pregnant, she's not going to have a child. Or let's say a woman can no longer pregnant, there still is the mitzvah of having intimate relations. And the Ritva spells straight out, as long as it's in that context, there's no is, is, issue of Sheikh Vazer Lavatala. Now, another thing that strikes me in this Gemara, and it's an interesting halacha that's brought down by the Ramah, based on a Trumas Hadesha. It's not so relevant today. You know, somebody has uh, gets called up for an aliyah. So there are different ways to call people for aliyahs. We saw it during COVID even, you know, we eliminated Mishabayrachs and you say, yeah, mode, Rishon, Shani, Shlishi, but we're back to doing it more or less the regular way. You name someone by the father's name. But what happens if the father is a Russia? So it's kind of a bezoy to the Torah that you're going to call the father by Russia, assuming that we could categorize what a Russia is. So this Gemara here of Banim, Kivne Banim Kibanim which is being presented in the context of the mitzvahs of Puruvu, also plays its way into halacha. Someone could be called up by their grandfather's name. And, of course, we see in the halacha how the grandparent plays a role not only in the Masorah, but if someone, three generations, was Mekayim, the mitzvahs of Puruvu, and maybe a child, Chas Shalom, passed away, but there's grandchildren... You have to match it up exactly to see how it figures out. Then you end up with the kiyum as well. So again, I'm jumping a lot of different points at you, but it's all within the context of family life. It's in the context of Masora, 
and it's a context of generation to generation. What I wanted to conclude with was something from Rebbe Akiva. You see, the Gemara says on the second daf, on the second Amr, it's trying to encourage people to continue having children, even assuming that they can, at an elder state, you know, when they're a bit older. And here we get into the very famous uh, Sviras Omer discussion of the deaths of the students of Rebbe Akiva. I heard many years ago from Rabbi Willig that if you look at the way the Gemara presents itself here, it's presented as 12,000 pairs. So the Ben Yehoyada already says that Rabbi Akiva, he tried to match up people with each other. People who are having different issues, he's trying to match them up with each other. It wasn't just like Rabbi Akiva was oblivious to what was happening. But what I wanted to stress is what Rabbi Willig said, is you don't really see in this Gemara a restriction on marriage during Svirasa Omer. We know that ends up being the basic thing. And I want to build on something Rabbi Willig said. It's a little bit beyond, and I only appreciated this year teaching Maseches Yavamas, is that this whole Gemara, and really the whole Maseches Yavamas, is the strength of the Jewish family. And if you have people that can't function, whether it's a chavrusa with his chavrusa, whether it's a husband with his wife, wife with the husband, then you're not going to have a time period where you're going to allow marriage to take place. And the purpose of that is not to punish the Jewish people, but is to take a step back and to think about how do we reset? You see, I asked this question at a share that I gave Shabbos afternoon, very briefly, that I want to use here as well. Here we are on Tishabav, and there's an Isser Sheila Shalom. Now, the Isser of Sheila Shalom is not explicitly, it's not spelled out in the Bavli, it's in the Tosefta, and it's in Yerushalmi. And you could just say it's just like Avelis. But the problem is in Avelis, we have a special Pasuk, as we learned a number of years ago in Moe Katan, from Haneg Dome. You don't have that Pasuk when it comes to Tishabav. And the, the restrictions of Tishabav and the restrictions of Avelis are not always the same. I'll give you another example. You're not supposed to learn Torah on Tishabav. The Pasuk that's used is Pikudi Hashem Yashar Masam Chelev because it's the Torah that's going to bring joy. If it's Torah that's not going to bring joy, we were allowed to study the book of Eov. When a person, unfortunately, is in Avelis, I was with someone today who's in Avelis telling them, you, you can't learn anything except for the halachas of Avelis, because the pasuk is Hanegdom. So why do we have an Isser Shela Shalom on Tishabov. Does that make any sense? If anything, on Tishabov, people should come closer with each other. You should be greeting people. In fact, that's brought down in the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah that if someone is not aware of the halacha of Shela Shalom and they greet you, you don't just ignore them, especially on Tishabov. That would be undermining the Sinashinam attempts to fix, to fix the attempts to fix Sinashinam. You go, Basafa, Rura, calmly, you inform them what's happening. So I used an explanation, an incredible explanation, that I had heard a number of years ago from Rabbi Yisrael Reisman. I don't think I ever quoted it, because I couldn't, not that I don't believe him, but I couldn't believe it until I saw it. 
And this year, Baruch Hashem, Mamish, right before Tisha B'av, I was able to get the Svarim of Rav Mordechai Druk. And Rav Mordechai Druk explains it as following. The reason why we don't have Shela Sholem on Tisha B'av, it's basically, this is the way Rabbi Reisman explained it, it's a reset. You know, he said you have problems with your computer sometimes, you hit reset. But what Rev. Druk says is the asterisk of life is that if things are going in a certain direction, you can't just say, let's fix the direction. You sometimes have to take a step back. And when you take the step back, then you're able to move forward with greater physics. So I'm using that to try to explain what's happening in this Gemara. Rabbi Akiva tried very hard. There wasn't really the change, the proper change that took place. Chazal decided we're going to go through a certain time period of retreat from weddings, and then hopefully people are able to re-engage in all Bein al-Machavero. Similar to what happens to the nine days. Hopefully we have a better appreciation of what it means to be connected to each other. The last thing that I want to discuss is a very interesting uh, question that's raised by the Pre-Chadash on the Shulchan Aruch based on the Rebbe Akiva story. What we don't really appreciate, maybe we do now seeing this Gemara, is what happened after Rebbe Akiva lost all his Talmidim. So everyone knows that after Lagba Omer, the students stopped dying. And therefore, we have some type of celebration, whether you call it Lag Ba'omer or Lad Ba'omer. So the Pre-Chadash says, it doesn't make any sense. The students died. They stopped dying. So that it was a respite. There should be some relief. But it's not time for a celebration. If Chas Shalom is a pandemic, and many thousands of millions of people died, the pandemic stops, you're not going to make a party out of it. You'll say that Baruch Hashem, it stopped People who survive maybe will say Birchas HaGomel. But that's why you go crazy and have celebrations. So the Pre-Chadash says, no, we're missing the point, And that's why you need our Gemara. How do you like that? In Mesechus Yavamis. What amazing Mesechta. Because it's not that Rabbi Akiva was saying, Baruch Hashem, people stop dying, which is true. It's that what does he do? And what he does is he appoints new students. And what I like to add to that Prichadash is that there were students that were willing to say, we want to have Rabbi Akiva as our Rebbe. And you look at the names of these Talmidim, these five Talmidim. This was the rejuvenation of the Jewish people. These were the Bali Masora, you could go name by name, that kept us going so that we're here today. So what I try to do in today's shir, and it's just kind of the way I, I b- b- viewed this daf, it's very family-oriented. It's the inner family connectedness between husband and wife, father and son, parent and grandchildren, grandparents and grandchildren. You have a fascinating discussion that I didn't even get into of Aguer and the position of the Rambam following Rabbi Yochanan, that if someone had children before they were Gerim, they have fulfilled Pruvu as long as the children are Megayer as well. Tosfos thinks that's uh, not necessary, but that's the way we paskin, because even though they're not literally your biological children, based on what we've learned earlier, of because a ger katan is kid, no la dummy, he's as if he's new, but it's part of 
this Jewish family. And I just wanted to conclude, as we're centering on the family, with an interesting Rashi that you're going to find on Daf Beis, where Rashi implies that even non-Jews have a mitzvah of Piri of Arivia. Now, Tosvos jumps on that, and it's very hard to explain Rashi. There are those that have ways to explain it, not for now, but I think what Rashi's, I'm just, this is a little homiletical, that what's being highlighted is the value of family. You know, even in, for the non-Jewish world, the value of family is something that keeps the world strong. The value of strong families, connected families, is what keeps us together. Have a great week of learning.